Welcome, everybody. This is Paul with the Discovery Podcast. We're going to be talking about the presentation tonight will be people-pleasing. Jody's going to be doing the presentation. Go ahead and take the mic, Jody. All right. Thanks, Paul. All right. So we're going to start off the quote or start off the talk with a quote. And it says, if we care about what other people think, then you'll always be their prisoner. So people pleasing was an interesting topic. And when I went, go, went through it, um, there's going to be kind of some signs that may like lead you to recognize that maybe you were tending to please people and kind of give that power away to other people. And we talked a little bit about that the other night. Um, so here are some signs. The first one's going to be thoughts that um, if someone is mad at you, that it's going to make you feel uncomfortable. Second one is going to be you're, you tend to be kind of a pushover. Number three, you'll find it easy to agree with people rather than try to think of your own ideas or maybe your own opinion that's contrary to theirs. Uh, you might catch yourself always saying sorry. Number five, you made it go through great lengths to avoid conflict. Number six, you tend to say yes whenever people ask you for favors or try to ask you if you want to do something. Uh, number seven, you change your behavior based on what other people think. Number eight, you put a lot of energy into trying to impress people. That could be through, like, cars, houses, or just the way you do things. Number nine, you seek praise and approval um, for a lot of the things that you do. Number 10, you never want anybody to think that you are selfish. And number 11 is you tend to feel overburdened and you have too many things on your plate all the time. You always schedule so many things and you have too many things to do. So going through this, uh, the first thing I'm going to talk about is like, what are some of the problems with people pleasing? So a lot of times we think, well, if I'm doing things to help other people, that should be like a, a, a positive thing. Like I'm, I'm helping people or I'm, I'm doing things that are helpful. And those assumptions aren't always true. So even though it may seem like that we're being generous and that we're helping people, it really kind of becomes more self-centered. Uh, we look at it, or it comes out to be like, we're really trying to see like, well, what's in it for me or, or what can I get by helping someone else? And when we get stuck into that, we kind of give that power over to the other person because we're going to be relying on them to appreciate what, what we're doing. And this quote I hear people say is like, I'm not really that important. And it's not that I'm not important. It's that, I shouldn't be that important to other people. The other day we talked about giving our power away. And with that, it, it's kind of the same way that other people shouldn't care so much about what we do that it really affects them. And if we're always doing things to make other people happy and they don't appreciate it or it's not something that works for them or it goes unnoticed, we're going to tend to kind of build a resentment towards that person. You may have heard people say, you know, I do much, I do so much for you, but you never do anything for me in return. Uh, the next problem that we run into is 
it's not really authentic if we're always kind of being that chameleon where we're always changing to meet our environments. We're always changing what we want based on what other people want um, to make them happy. You know, so that fear is kind of going to change how we deal with those different uh, situations. Um, so with us always changing like that, we're not really going to be like our true authentic self. And we've talked about that before. So that's going to kind of turn into, it's going to make it real difficult for relationships. We're not really going to be that true self. And people are going to end up being able to see through that. They're going to be like, well, what do you want? Well, if what you want is always what they want. You know, you kind of lose your identity and who you are. So they're going to tend to kind of not really kind of trust who you are if you're always changing your mind and things like that. And with relationships, you're also going to fall into that trap where it's hard to say no to helping other people. Um, so you're always going to be helping other people and you're always going to kind of be leaving. You're always going to be gone. So with that, you can also build resentments. If you're the person that's always trying to please somebody and you're always doing everything around the house and you're always doing things like that, you're going to tend to kind of feel like a martyr where you're always doing everything and you may just kind of suffer in silence, as they say. And you may think that, well, if I don't take out the trash, nobody's going to take out the trash. And that's going to kind of build up like more resentment and bitterness and, and anger towards whoever you're working with. Um, so the, the next one is you're going to kind of lose your identity and you're going to lose your values because who you think you are and who you want to be is, is really going to rely on what other people want. You're always going to be changing your values to please other people. Um, so some ways to, to look at that is kind of, or I should say, they did a study on like the top five regrets of people. And uh, some of those were, they just wish they lived like a more authentic life that they wish they were more true to themselves. And, you know, people pleasing is going to really hold you back from your true potential. You're just going to, you're not really going to follow your own dreams and your own goals because you're always looking to please other people. And just because something's popular doesn't really mean that it's going to be the right thing to do. So if you're in, in a group of people and you're just trying to go, go with the flow, as they say, you're going to lo lose your identity there and you might not be doing necessarily what's right. So, um, so why you may ask yourself, like, why do we do these things? And it really comes down to that, when we fall into conflict and confrontation with people, it's kind of uncomfortable. And maybe we, it comes from our childhood, from how we were brought up and things like that. But we think that if we can just make everybody happy, then everything's going to be okay. Uh, and it'll lead into like driving. Like if somebody's, if, you, if you're going a little slower than normal and somebody's coming up behind you all the time, you're going to tend to think like, well, I don't want to make them mad because I'm driving so slow. Um, and you're just going to kind of fall into that fear of rejection. So if you think you're going to go against the flow and people are going to be unhappy, 
you may fall into that fear of rejection and, and fear of abandonment that maybe you're going to lose some friends or things like that, or maybe people won't think positive of you anymore. And a lot of that comes from like your past program conditioning. Uh, so there's a lot of things where when we, when we put other people first, um, we're trying to feel like we're important by letting them know that we think they're important. So those are some reasons why. So how to avoid people pleasing. So remember saying yes to other people is going to mean that we're really saying no to ourselves. And it may mean we're saying no to like our relationships and things like that. So if, if you want to be successful in reaching your own goals, you kind of need to be specific on what path you want to go to reach those goals. And if you're always pleasing other people, you're not really going to have time for yourself. So some facts are, you know, when you're always wasting time helping other people, you can't really control how they feel. So you're kind of really just wasting your time. Second one is, if you're a people pleaser, you tend to be easily manipulated because uh, you don't want to, you know, ruffle any feathers or you don't want to really argue with anybody because it feels uncomfortable. So that can come into play whether you're you're trying to buy something, you could be easily manipulated into uh, purchasing something that you don't really want, but you're just trying to make things go the right way. Or it could come into play when you're at your job where somebody may say like, you know, we really picked you because we think you're the best candidate for this. And you're going to think like, well, I'm, I'm kind of obligated to do this. And so you kind of fall into doing things that maybe you didn't want to do, or maybe it wasn't beneficial to your career. Uh, maybe you have friends where they will say like, well, you're the only person I know that'll be able to help me out. Or you're the only person with like, like Ray, you're the only person I know with a truck. You think you could help me come move something, things like that. So you kind of feel like, well, if I say no, now they don't have anybody else that can help them. So if you're a people pleaser and you don't want to kind of cause any discomfort, you're going to tend to say yes to things that you really don't have time for. You really don't want to do. And remember it's, it's okay for other people to feel angry and, and disappointed. Um, that's kind of their issue, really. That doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you or any problems like that. And the last one is you can't please everybody. It's impossible to please everybody. So if you have two friends that you're hanging out with and one wants to go eat pizza and the other one wants to go eat uh, Mexican or something like that, like, how are you going to be able to pick which one if you can't please both of them, right? So the solution is to really, like, define your values. Um, we talk about an, an inventory where you kind of write down some goals, write down some values, and kind of create a list of what's really important to you and have a why behind what's really important to you. Um, it could be relationships. It could be your family. Uh, it could be some very, uh, religious beliefs or spiritual beliefs. Uh, it could be money. It could be friendships. Uh, some people have values on their physical health, uh, their life purpose, uh, maybe different activities or sports or things like that, or education. So 
go through a list of all these things and, and figure out what are your top five values that are really important to you. And really stop and think, like, when these questions come up or when you're dealing with other people, how do these fit in to my values? And, and are, by doing this, am I actually getting closer to my values or the, do they match up with my, my values? And sometimes people-pleasing is going to fall way lower to the, on, on your list of values um, than a lot of other things that you, you feel important. And that'll help boost your confidence and things like that once you learn to say no and things like that. And we talk about that three-step method where we identify, confront, and be proactive. So a lot of this, a lot of this is the, the proactive side where we really got to decide whether we're going to say yes or no. And there's going to be some factors that play into that. And when, when people ask you, like, hey, can you, can you do this? First, you got to think about, like, is this something that I really want to do? Uh, does it line up with my values? Things like that. A uh, second one is going to be, what do I have to do or what am I going to have to give up if I'm going to trade my time to help this person? And what am I, like, what am I going to give up by doing that? Um, the third one will be, what am I going to gain by doing this? Uh, maybe it's an opportunity to improve your friendship. Uh, maybe it's an opportunity to, to share our podcast or share something you've learned this week where you can have some value and some benefit for that person other than just helping their uh, basic need. And the last one is, um, how will I feel if I do this? If it's something we're doing where we're like, man, I really don't really want, I really don't want to do that. Um, this person always asks me to do stuff, things like that. And you start to feel um, a resentment towards that person, or you're not really happy about it, you know, that's not really going to be beneficial. But if it's something that maybe you're, you're proud or you're happy to help them, um, or you feel like you're showing them value because you can take a lot of weight off their shoulders by what you have to offer, um, maybe that will be beneficial. Um, so once you decide whether you're going to say yes or no, the next is you have to be like assertive. If you're going to say no, you have to kind of stick with that. Because remember, in general, a people pleaser will tend to be easily manipulated. So if if you say no, it won't. You'll you'll tend to take what they say afterwards as being negative, and it'll be very easy for them to maybe make you feel guilty or something like that, and get you to try to change your mind. So you have to be assertive and and really stick to what you decided and the reasons why you decided that. Because uh, remember, anytime we kind of go against that people pleasing, there's going to be that confrontation or that uneasiness and things like that. And it doesn't have to be scary. Once you do this a few times and practice that, it, it can actually be kind of a healthy experience. And you can verbalize your concerns, and it'll actually help to improve your relationships. So make sure that you speak up whenever someone may be trying to take advantage of you. And the fact is that once we accept this, that you can't please everyone, it makes it a lot easier to kind of make those decisions. And once you do this for a while, you're going to start to see some benefits out of this. You're going to realize that you have more self-confidence in saying no 
because you know that in the long run, this is actually going to work towards your goals and towards your values and things like that. So it's going to help build your self-esteem and your self-confidence. Um, you're going to notice you have more time to devote towards your goals. Um, you're not going to f- just be saying yes to everything that comes your way. Um, you're going to have less stress. In the beginning, I talked about how people that are people-pleasing are always, always have so much stuff on their plate. They're always trying to cram all these different yes this things they have into their schedule, and they just don't have a lot of time for themselves, and they don't have time to really do the things they want to do, and it causes a lot of stress. Uh, the next one is healthier relationships. So by communicating how you feel and things like that, it's going to make you more authentic. So it's going to build a stronger relationship, and it's going to allow people to really like you for who you are instead of who you were just pretending to be or whatever, trying to always try to make people happy. And the last one is you're going to have an increased willpower. So the more and more you practice and more and more you're proactive and do this, um, the more willpower you're going to have to make these decisions um, later on in the future. And after after reading through all this stuff and, and doing some more research, I started to realize that people-pleasing falls very much in line with the codependent type of person. And I I started looking into codependence after this, and I was like, this is almost exactly the same thing. Uh, But I didn't want to call it codependence because anytime you hear words like that, sometimes people immediately will shut down. They'd be like, oh, I'm not codependent. Um, So hopefully maybe if you read through this and you heard some of this stuff and it was beneficial, Maybe you can look into some codependence and things that maybe you can recognize in yourself and be able to to change and on this journey of self-discovery to be able to turn your life around. Thanks, Paul. Thank you, Jody. Really appreciate the uh, presentation tonight. It was very, very beneficial. Um, thanks a lot now. Um, Ray, you online? Of the uh, 13 different uh, characteristics that Jody was talking about in the past 10 years, which which of the 13 uh, have you uh, been more familiar with? Um, I don't know. I I don't think that's something I struggle with as much. I've more been on on the opposite end, you know, more like uh, uh, isolation or or just distancing myself from people versus people pleasing. I've I've never really uh, identified with with that as much. Anything else about those 13 different characteristics? Uh, Yeah, I don't know about those 13 different characteristics, but just the, you know, the emphasis on self-improvement uh focusing just focusing in, inward because that's where a lot of it comes from you're trying to gain your satisfaction or sense of purpose validation from people outside of you and usually you do that because you you feel deficient of something within so it, it helps to focus that attention inward on what you can work on versus uh seeking that validation and 
you know, satisfaction from people's approval. Well, good. Appreciate that, uh, Ray. Uh, Jody, let me... Thank you. Jody, let me ask you, uh, with those 13 characteristics that you uh, expressed tonight, uh, in the past four years, have you uh, noticed any of the characteristics that you utilized at all? I think, for me, you know, I tend I tend to fall into this category kind of a lot, and it may be because I've kind of acquired a lot of different skills and things like that. So it's easy when people are like, "Hey, do you know how to do this?" I usually have some sort of background or know something about it, or I know that I can figure it out. So that saying no thing is kind of one of the big things that stick out, um, and I think. That's probably one of the biggest things. And then, you know, working on working on that and things like that is is really I guess one of the things that I struggle with. Okay. Anybody else want to uh put their two cents in about the, uh people pleasing tonight? All right, gang. Next Thursday night at seven thirty. Um, tell your friends, relatives, and enemies. Be on the call next Thursday night at seven thirty. We will see you then. Bye bye. You have the conference call, Paul. The number and access code. Oh, yeah. Why do I keep forgetting that, too? Uh, (laughs) Conference call number is 518-992-1035. Access code 655-145. We'll see you next week.